Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. 6.30 Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio. 6.30 Chad. It's 106 in Edmonton, second hour of Oilers Now. It's brought to you by Digitex. Digitex has our office printer and supply needs covered. They do it all and could be doing it for you right now. I reached out to Hugh at the start of the show. I called him out, I guess. He has uh, responded. He says, hey, brother, I'm back in action. Should be in Edmonton to make good on our bet at the end of the month. There you go. Did you hear about the bet? I Brad Whisker, by the way, in the studio here. What was the bet? It was a Stanley Cup final bet. Oh, yeah. He was going with Vegas, I went with my Capitals, and it was uh, a night out on the town. So he owes me a night out on the town, which I can't wait for. I know you can't. (laughs) Well, especially with that Digitex budget that Hugh's got there. (laughs) He's doing good for himself. Yeah, for sure. And uh, Lots of projections came in, eh? A lot to talk about here. Before that, I know you're at least, we should probably, I don't know, (laughs) I know Bob had you on the show a little bit last week, but uh, you do a lot of work here at 6.30 Chat with the Afternoon News as the producer and uh, the morning show with Bruce Bowley as well. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, then uh, joined Bob last week a few times, so lots going on. But I don't think we got into it. You're actually a Toronto Maple Leafs fan. Yeah, I am. So cue up the text (laughs) line. It's going to be just coming in hot and fast. I am a diehard Toronto Maple Leafs fan, and uh, I I don't hide it. Well, there is a reason. You're from Ontario. I am. I'm from Ottawa. And I was actually born before the Senators got a team. Both my parents grew up Leafs fans. So by the time I'm, you know, two or three or four years old, I'm a, I'm a Leafs fan. I'm wearing jerseys. We're going to the games at uh, the old Civic Center in Ottawa. It's just how it is. Well, I think that's okay because it's not like you're a Leafs fan that's from Edmonton. That would rub some people the wrong way, so you're good. <laughs> yeah, good-ish. We'll see how they react. But. Yeah, we'll see. By the way, we're going to get into some oiler projections. While we're talking Leafs, let's get right into it quickly on the Leafs because they, of course, signed John Tavares. Matthews is uh, poised for a breakout year, I would say. Uh, he only played 62 games last year at 63 points, uh, 69 the year before. So if he was, uh, if he played 82 games last year, we're looking at 84, 85 points. With Tavares in the mix, does he get to 90 or 100? I think 90 to 95 is the most realistic. 100, as we know in this league this, these days, it's tough to crack 100. Uh, I definitely see him taking a jump. I think he'll score at north of 40. Um, he was more willing to distribute the puck last year. His assists went up from the year before. Um, I think 90 to 95 is reasonable for him. Does Tavares affect him at all, or does it you know, give both of those guys a boost? I mean, I think their power play will be outstanding. It was top five last year, yeah. but Matthews is on the second unit for most of the year. So I don't know. It, it seems like... 
Tavares won't hurt Matthews at all. No, not in my opinion. I mean, it looks like it's going to be William Nylander playing with Matthews like he has the last two seasons. And it looks like Tavares will have Marner, another guy who could just explode this year and average a point a game. Oh, yeah, Marner. I think Marner might finish top 10 in points this year. I know uh, we were talking... A couple of weeks ago, Reed was on with uh, Bob and I, and they were talking about the best winger on a Canadian team. Everyone talked about Lani. I was like, hey, don't forget about Marner. I think this year he's going to flourish if he plays all year with Tavares, so he might finish top 10 in scoring. And he'll quarterback the power play yeah. as well. So, I mean, he's uh, and he's going to be playing again, likely with Tavares on the power play unit. I mean, he plays 82 games. Like I said, I can see have him averaging at least a point a game, maybe around 85-90 if uh, everything clicks there in Toronto. Let's, um, actually, I'll ask you this, because uh, I know you're a Leafs guy. I know you're probably going to be a homer on this one, but uh, <laughs> when it comes to the, the top four Canadian teams, we're talking, uh, well, let's just, I, you can throw out Vancouver, I would say. You can throw out Ottawa, and you'd likely, I don't know where Montreal is. If Price is healthy and dominates all year, maybe they, they get back to the playoffs. But it's likely Edmonton, Calgary, Winnipeg, Toronto, with Winnipeg and Toronto likely at the top. And maybe Edmonton and Calgary duking it out for that third spot when it comes to Canadian teams. But you're a Leafs guy, but would you say the Jets will have more points this year or the Leafs? I think Toronto does play in a really tough division. I mean, with Tampa in the mix, Mm -hmm. that's uh, Boston in the mix. Those teams are still going to be very, very good this year. I think Winnipeg, because they have a much deeper and better back end, that really helps stabilize that team, whereas Toronto is still lacking a true number three defenseman. They like to treat Jake Gardner as a number three defenseman. He's not. Nikita Zaitsev took a step back last year. Even then, is he a three I don't think so. I think he's a safe four. I think Winnipeg will still finish with more points than Toronto. I think they're both going to have over 100-plus points, but I can definitely see Winnipeg repeating or exceeding last year's point total. Yeah, I'm with you. No, actually, you know what? I'm going with the Leafs. And the reason why is I don't know if Halibut will be as good as he was last year. He played a lot of games. I think he played the most games as a goalie in the league. So will he take a step back like we saw Talbot after he played so many games for the Oilers? So that's something to consider. But they're both going to be very good and likely duking it out till the end. All right, let's get to the Oilers before I, I ruin your uh, name here on the on Oilers now because we're talking about your Leafs so much. No, actually, people are saying it's okay to have some Leafs talk once in a while. I mean, they're an exciting team. I'm looking forward to watching them play. Like, I can't actually wait to watch them play. So... Yeah, I'm uh, I'm slightly excited for that opening <laughs> oh, I night. Saying. I just want to see the just how the lines take shape. And I mean, uh, you know... Nazem Kadri's not a popular name, but you add him in the mix as your number three center. Um, I don't know if it gets much better. One, two, three down the middle. Well, the Oilers do have a pretty good one, two, three punch down the middle. Uh, McDavid and Drysaddle is good. I would say Kadri's better than Strom, though. So, yes, that's uh, a fair point. But let's get to uh, those two centers to start here. McDavid and... uh, Dry settle. I'm going uh, with 125 for McDavid, which is, you know, a little bit high, but I would say never count McDavid out. That's lesson number one that I've learned watching him over the last few years. He had 108 last year, and the power play was not good at all. So they have added three new assistants. Of course, Manny Vivrios is likely going to have a lot of input here on the power play, and I can't wait to see 
um, what the power play looks like with his European influence uh, on the game. And uh, he, he's had really good power plays uh, at the junior level as well. So I'm going, you know, 125 for McDavid. And Boz made a point, play McDavid on both power play units as well, like the Caps with Ovechkin. So if he does play on both units, I'd say he'll definitely get over 1.8. 125 might be a little bit high, but uh, that's where I'm going with McDavid, and I have him over 50-plus goals. What about you? I'm going 115, just a little lower than the projection at 120. Uh, you're going 125. I can see him, you know, exceeding 108, 120. The last time that was done, that would have been, what, Crosby? Yeah, Back a, a few years ago, ago, like six, seven years ago that he potted, uh, he went with 120. McDavid, I like you, I do think he has his first 50-goal season, especially if he does play on both power play units. 06-07, Crosby had 120. That was his second year in the league. That was a long time ago. Holy smokes, he time flies, in, eh? Yeah, he had 109 in 9-10 and 104 in 13-14, so. As far as my memory serves i don't think somebody i don't think a player has touched 120 since then kane had a really good year a few years ago i can't remember what his uh, total was i don't think it was over 110 though no no it wouldn't have been uh wouldn't have been that high 106 he had 106 uh, 15, 16 so yeah 120 is a lot but if anyone's going to do it it's going to be mcdavid absolutely i totally agree so we shall see on that front so now let's go with his line mate first Nugent Hopkins because it's likely that uh, Nugent Hopkins is going to spend most of the season with Connor McDavid or at least to start I know they could go back to Drysdale at some point but I like Drysdale on the second line because I don't know if Nugent can necessarily drive a line like uh, Drysdale can when he's uh, at the top of his game so Nugent Hopkins in 62 games last year he had 48 points he was on a tear though to finish the season with McDavid I should have pulled up the numbers when they were on a line together I know it was above a point per game pace so if Nugent Hopkins plays with McDavid all season, I could see him getting 80 points, which is high considering his uh, career high is 56. But yeah, I actually had the same number. McDavid. I had the same number written down. I think, and, and especially if he stays healthy, which has always been a tough test mm-hmm. for him. If he plays, even if he plays 80, and all those 80 games or the majority of are spent with Connor McDavid, and the power play is going to get better too. Yeah, we all know that. So. I think 80 is a is a reasonable number for uh, for RNH. And the uh, sports forecaster has McDavid at uh, 120, so right in the middle of our projections. And they also have Nugent Hopkins at 78 points. We're one ahead at 80, so I think that's fair. And if I if I have McDavid going off for 125, then Nugent Hopkins needs to get somewhere <laughs> over 80 to yeah. for that projection to have any <laughs> truth to it. So we'll see. Uh, this is interesting with Drysdale because we are assuming that he will be centering the second line. We have no idea at this point who his wingers are going to be. It's like a revolving door, or it was last year. I hope this year they can find some uh, chemistry, and maybe it's Reader, maybe Poli RV jumps uh, in there and grabs it early in camp. There's Lucic there. Um, so we really have no idea. Yamamoto, of course, could come in, or maybe Drysdale moves up with McDavid at times. There are a lot of factors with this dry settle projection. I know Bob says dry settle needs to be a better power play player. He wasn't, you know, as good as he was two years ago on the power play. Last year, the whole power play struggled, so his numbers should go up on the power play too. But uh, I'll give you the first kick at the can with dry settle. He's coming off uh, 77 points in 16, 17, 70 and 17, 18, and virtually all those points were at even strength last year. So where do you have dry settle this year? I'm putting him at 90. 
with, the, yeah. with the mention of the power play especially i mean i forget how many games it was until he registered his first power play point but i mean you decrease those amount of games when he starts scoring on the power play 17 more points to hit 90 i don't think it's unreasonable well i'll say this if he gets 90 and uh Nuge gets 80 and mcdavid gets over 110 we're let's say that just for this uh demonstration that I was going to do, uh, then the Oilers are likely in the playoffs if they're scoring that many goals. Well, you have to think so. Yeah, so. You have to think so. If you have three guys, 80 or north, in points, and you don't make the playoffs, there's <laughs> you have a really big issue on your hands. I mean, and especially, like, I think a guy like Drake Kajula can increase his point total from last year. I think Clefbaum will have a much better season on the back end. Um, Strom definitely needs to be a better player going ahead this year. There, there are a lot of guys that if they have better seasons, there's no reason to think the Oilers can't be in the playoffs. Yes, a lot of ifs, though. That's the uh, question. But, yeah, I think it's safe to say these three guys are going to score a bunch of points. And for me, I'm going... See, if Drysdale's on the second line all year, I don't know if he can get to 90, so I'll just be safe, and I have him around 80. He had 70 last year, so I'll go with 80, and I hope that Poliarvi is his linemate the entire season, but Poliarvi, of course, needs to, you know, grab it and stick there, so we'll see if that happens or not. Um, but yeah, I think I'll go with 80 for Drysdale, and we're talking about Poliarvi here, so I do have Poliarvi playing with Drysdale most of the season. I don't know if he starts there. Um... But if he does play with dry settle and get some power play time, I have Polyarvi at uh, 45 plus points. So I'll I'll say 47 for yeah. Polyarvi. I wrote 45 down. I'm in the same ballpark as you. I mean, again, if he plays with dry settle, I doubt he starts the season with him right away. I think I think Todd McClellan will want to see him play a few games first and see how you know he responded throughout the summer and understands that he needs to like you said grab it own it and and use the skills available to him to have a better season and I think he will and I uh, through you know 82 games I think 45 points uh, in a full season is uh, totally acceptable and reasonable you can text us 630-630. Some people chiming in on our predictions here, Brad. Drew says RNH is simply not any point player. McDavid or not, he can't stay healthy for a full year. That's sort of your point about him staying healthy. But if he does stay healthy and plays with McDavid, like I could probably score 40 <laughs> points if I played with McDavid. So Eugene yeah. Hopkins is a first overall pick. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. I mean, look at what he did with uh, look at what McDavid did with Pat Maroon. Yeah. And I mean the the additional skills that Nugent Hopkins has compared to Pat Maroon. Pat Maroon stand in front of the net, rebound type guy, cause traffic in front of the net, and you know reap the benefits of McDavid's skill. You add the skill of Ryan Nugent Hopkins, the offensive prowess that he can have. I think 80 points is totally possible for him. Texter out of Wainwright says 108 for McDavid, and he was sick for two months. Remember? Yeah, that's a good point. We didn't even think about that. And then McDavid just went on a tear the second half of the season. And uh, he started shooting the puck a lot more as well. So I have McDavid. He had 41 goals last year. I see him getting to 50 this year. You think he gets 50 as well? I think so. I think 50, I mean, 41 last year, uh, better power play, more offensively talented winger in, in Nugent Hopkins. 50 is 50 or even 52, 53 if, uh, if he gets some good bounces along the way. Hank in St. Albert. Hey, BU, Manny Viverios will have the power play humming this year. McDavid gets 128, Leon 74, RNH 67, Poliarvi 44. That's from Hank in St. Albert. You can text us 630 630. 
This texture, I don't know if he's being serious or not, but he has McDavid at 164 points. <laughs> Two points a game. Sign your name to that text because uh, I'll mark it down. If you're right, I'll give you some props, my man. 164 for McDavid, that'd be outstanding. Uh, see, that's the shame about today's NHL. Like, as good as McDavid is, he'll never reach the Gretzky total, no. which drives me nuts because, I mean, watching McDavid, like, back in the day, how many points would he get? I don't know. <laughs> oh, I think he would be... Uh consistently in the 160s, 170s, if not more. I mean, like you said, you put him in that era, just the style of game that was played then, he would be... Uh, <laughs> it would, it's already scary to watch him some nights when he's out there, most nights that he's out there, but man, oh man, you put him in the 80s, who knows what would have been possible. Topher Allen, a Leafs fan, nice to have someone with taste on the show. <laughs> I think that's Topher Allen. He's text, he texts the show all the... See, there's a thing. I don't actually know if this is Topher Allen because I use the new text system. Yes, it is Topher Allen. I can compare the numbers. But uh, in the old system, it actually showed a tagline for some of the texters. And then in this system, it just has a number and where they're from. So, Topher, you need to start... When I'm hosting... Sign Topher. I know when Bob hosts the show, he uses the old text system, and he still has your tagline there. So just to make sure that's you. McDavid, 130. Settle 77. Nuge, 91. Poli RV, 32. Jimmy in Calgary says, Yamo will get 66 points. Wow. Hey, if he... <laughs> Here's the thing. He could play with McDavid, too, at some point, if Rowdy doesn't run away with that job. So I don't know. So many ifs with the club, eh? Yeah. I mean, well, that's uh, why. And, but, there, but there's so much excitement around it if most of those things happen that we've been talking about, RNH having a successful season with McDavid, the power play improving, and that one texture saying that Viveros is going to have it humming this year. Uh, hopefully a little bit of a you rebound by... bomb as well. Cleft bomb for sure. Um, if Talbot has, you know, a bit of a... Not a rebound season because he wasn't... It's not like he was sinful last year. He just, in comparison to the year before, was was not as good. He plays a bit better. Uh, this Oilers team can be very, very good this upcoming season. It's 123 in Edmonton. Um, we're late for the break, but we're going to take a timeout. When we come back, we will talk a little bit about Tiger Woods. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas because Brad's a big golf fan and I wanted to bring him in to talk about that as well. So that's ahead after a quick timeout. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. It's 127 in Edmonton. Brennan Ulrich with you on Oilers Now. Brad Whisker in studio helping produce the show this week and he will be next week as well. 
And, uh, you know, we had a caller actually call in at the start to talk about Tiger Woods, which this is Oilers now. We don't talk a lot of golf here, but uh, how could we not talk about that tournament the way it, you know, finished yesterday and to see Tiger, you know, go toe-to-toe with Brooks Kepka and uh, Adam Scott as well. So I said at the start, Brad, after watching that, how could you not say that Tiger's back? What do you think? He's absolutely back. I mean, this guy started on Thursday, bogey, double bogey. He's plus three after two holes. For the rest of the tournament, he's 17 under par. Sunday, he misses a seven-footer for birdie on one. Big, yeah. big miss. He needed another half of a, of a roll of a golf ball on 11 to nail another birdie. Right there, he's at 16. The way he was firing his wedges... The way he was putting on the back nine, yes, his driver still needs some work, but you think over the 14 majors that he's won in his career, he never won with the driver. Mm -hmm. He won with his iron play, and he won with his incredible and at times ridiculous putting. At one point yesterday, just watching the look he had in his eyes when he was staring down putts, it was vintage. Tiger Woods, the way he was grabbing the ball out of the hole and then marching to the next hole, that reminded me of Tiger between 97 and 2008. And then that 30-yard hook out of the crap on nine, and it goes within 13 to 15 feet, and he buries a birdie there. I think Tiger Woods will win at least one more major. I think he got beat out by Kepka, who's a bomber. Augusta is perfect for Tiger, and we've seen him do some magical things there. And that's a course where you do not need to pull out driver a lot. If he can play at Augusta next April the way he did this weekend, he will win another green jacket. Yeah, it could happen. But uh, we should also be talking about how good Kepka is now because he's won three majors now, and we don't have a lot of time here. But like just watching his game, he is, he's the total package, and no one can hit it like him. So... I don't know. I, I could is Kepka now like the best player in the world? Would you say that, or does he still need like everyone says DJ is the best, but he doesn't win majors? I think Justin Thomas right now is the best player in the world. I think Kepka comes in at two, and then and then DJ because DJ's consistent. He he doesn't win a lot of majors. He's only won one in his career, yeah. but he's won three times a year for the last three years. And in today's PGA, that's, that's so hard. Yeah, and it's only him and Justin Thomas that have done that. Yeah, there's a you know a good crop of golfers here. So if Tiger can remain in the mix here for a year or two, <laughs> it's exciting to be a golf fan right now. now. This is what we've been dreaming about for years, to say, oh, we have all these young, talented golfers. Imagine if Tiger was uh, hanging around here still, and now we have it. Well, Tiger's likely going to be... Uh taking the clubs out at the Ryder Cup. Yep. He's, in the, he's 11th in the standings. There's no way Jim Furyk's not selecting him as an alternate pick. What a dream it will be to see him team up with a guy like Jordan Spieth or Brooks Kepka or DJ to play uh, a foursome round. It's pretty cool. It's 1.30. We're late for the news, so uh, we'll take our news break with uh, Eileen Bell. When we come back, we'll be joined by the play-by-play voice of the Red Deer Rebels, Cam Moon. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 6.30 Chad.